There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, I know my talkers, we had that nice long weekend, and we've got a long week ahead of us, but no worries. Lori is in studio with a very special guest to brighten up our day and our week, so let's hang out with the two of them. And like I said, here's our special guest. That's right. I don't, am I, I don't, now I'm here too much. I don't yeah, think I'm I don't that think you're special. special. No, you're special. I don't even say guest anymore. I'd say you, like. You answer the phone when we call or you pick up true. a text. It's almost that's... sad how available I am. Well, it's our good fortune. Because yes. it's true. not going to last forever, I have a feeling. Uh, me too. You know, okay. <laughs> um, tomorrow, by the way, we're going to be uh, doing a Santa stop for the Ronald McDonald House yeah. at the Chan Haston tomorrow. So we'd love to see it come out and have a cocktail, watch the show. I think yes. uh, we're having a couple of good, we always have a couple of usually musical guests at mm-hmm. the chance. Oh, fun. I'm for sure stopping by because it's like two minutes from my house. Good. And I mean, it's yeah. so fun. So fun. All right. So um, when I am on vacation, I always tell Casey, because he reads, you know, the paper every day online. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to disconnect from the news like I do, where I don't do anything except read books and yeah. then i just tell them tell me if anyone has passed away yeah and that's that's all you want or if there's like really anything of immediacy that i yeah. should know and on friday he said oh he said i think you're gonna be sorry to hear that steven sondheim has died and i was like how old is he and he's like 91 because he wow. has been writing music for so long. I mean, he wrote the music for West Side Story, people, and the mm-hmm. the movie is coming out, the new one with yeah. Steven Spielberg, 91 years old. We just have, um, uh, this is from um, the Today Show they put together, just the tributes to, and people coming in. And my first thought, uh, I, and, you know, Julia and I never talk like when we're on vacation, but my first thought was, I was like, oh. <gasps> How are Barbara Streisand and Bernadette Peters handling this? Oh, because yeah. they were friends with him and sang his music and blah, blah, blah. But here's the Today Show. For Broadway, the best way to celebrate Stephen Sondheim was to sing. Then Manuel Miranda among the voices in New York's Times Square. Near the theaters Sondheim loved and transformed. I want to tell stories and write songs and make people laugh, cry, and have a good time and buy tickets. And they did. Spend a weekend in the country. To a little night music. And thank you for the present, but what's wrong with it? Folly, Sweeney Todd, Into the Woods, and Sunday in the Park with George. Look at all the things you've done for me. Actress Bernadette Peters thanking Sondheim for all the gifts he gave the world. 
Sentiments echoed by Paul McCartney, Hugh Jackman, Mel Brooks, and Barbara Streisand. The toast to that invincible bunch. Christine Baranski, who with Meryl Streep and Audra McDonald sang for Sondheim's 90th birthday. Let's hear it for the ladies through lunch. Told Variety, we all feel like orphans. Until the end, he was theater's biggest fan, attending revivals of his Assassins and Company. Portrayed on the big screen by Bradley Whitford in Tick, Tick, Boom. John, Steve Sondheim here. It is Sondheim himself on Jonathan Larson's voicemail. Is that it's first-rate work and has a future. And so do you. Encouragement director Miranda said Sondheim gave generations of writers, repaying the debt to his mentor, legendary Broadway lyricist Oscar Hammerstein II. He pushed a then 25-year-old Sondheim to write the lyrics for West Side Story. Now Steven Spielberg's remade that movie. But it is in the theater, in that alchemy between actor and audience, where Sondheim will live forever. I'd like to be remembered for the shows, that the shows will still be entertaining 100 years from now, that they'll still have something to say. And Tick, Tick, Boom, you know, uh, when they played that little voicemail. And yeah. So Tick, Tick, Boom is the story of the guy who I believe he writes Rent. Mm-hmm. And doesn't he die like one or two days before that opens on Broadway? I I don't, that one I have no idea. I mean, I know Into the Woods, I know Sweeney Todd so well. Yeah, I mean, Stephen Sondheim, so, but he was instrumental. I mean, like, he never stopped helping other people in the theater. He's kind of like Shakespeare. Right? I mean, he literally lends himself to so many things that are going to live on for so long. You're right. The creator of Rent died the night before its premiere. Yeah, so this this tick, tick, boom is about that guy. And Bradley Whitford plays Stephen Sondheim, wow. just kind of showing like how he and Lynn Manuel Manuel Miranda wrote this Tick Tick Boom, which is getting really good reviews. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be a I don't know if it's a streaming thing or yeah something like that, but um, just about like he was like. Everyone on Broadway loved this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's ninety-one, so I mean that is a good long life. And 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 you mentioned is like he will he'll live on for. I mean, yeah. how, how these these plays? I mean, I can't imagine them not going on for hundreds more years. Yes, like, Todd. Now into the woods. That was a terrible movie, but I did like the play. Oh, I love the play. The music's yeah, really it, fun. It's really good. Musicals are one of those things that I got in later in life, and yeah. then I was obsessed. Yeah. Like when you find the ones, you're like, oh my. God. Well, I'm thinking about like all of our friends, like in the theater community here. They were probably just devastated because you kind of think like somebody who's had an active active career you just kind of think they're just you don't even realize their age i know you think they're gonna live forever yeah i mean i had no idea that stephen sondheim was 91 i guess i thought he was in his 70s high 70s or something i I had no idea that Mm -hmm. and then when i read i was like oh he wrote the music to west side story the original i know he's not in his like he's not in his 70s yeah he's got a spring chicken though yeah so, I, anyway. It's yeah. a huge loss. Yeah. I know that for yeah. sure. I, I mean, I do like hearing he says living on this. Is, is, in the music. Yeah, and it's all there. Like, yeah. That's not going anywhere. No, I feel so sad. <laughs> like, it's very sad to think about. I don't know. Publisher. Oops. Yep. Oh, Sorry yeah. about that. No worries. Getting the next audio clip ready. My all apologies. right. Well, listen, we got to go because yeah. it's time for Brittany's thoughts. We'll be right back.
Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. It's That's just, all it is. It's random. Random. Just cheek implants. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we ready, Grant, for these random thoughts? Let's go for Let's it. Hopefully, a little more. Uh, Random than Julia's? What? (laughs) What? I'm scared. I've been the one who's doing them lately, so I'm a little nervous. Um, Okay, so today is officially, they say, is the last day to eat your Thanksgiving leftovers. I have some leftover for tonight. That's it. That'll be it. Yeah, and I know you don't because you were on vacation, so you didn't have any leftovers. We had Italian Thanksgiving, which wow. sounds amazing. Yeah, it does. Mm, pizza I, and pasta. Is yes, what we had. Yes, oh. yes. Um, but so I, the, I do love Thanksgiving leftovers. Me too. Yeah, it's like the most. It's just so you leftovers in general. You either do or you don't. But really? So just five days ago, that's it. The I cutoff kn- is now. I know they're saying that you know this is technically the last day, so they say freeze it. If you've got a lot of turkey, go ahead and freeze it. Um, but I, I, yeah, I think the only thing we have left is like a bunch of gravy, which I don't mm, really know what. That's I, all I need is I'm out of every, I have everything but oh, the gravy. I wish you were our We're neighbor. We're a match in heaven right I, now. I, I wish you would have. I wish you would have known. I would have brought them and just given it to you. <laughs> like, will okay. you make a sauce, like a stuffing turkey gravy sandwich kind of a? That's thing? exactly what I have. Uh-huh. I just don't have the gravy, so I'm gonna make some little sp- homemade gravy when mm-hmm. I get home. So. Yeah, it's too bad because yeah, I'm gonna have to throw mine out. Um, oh, I know. I'm so uh, come to Eden Prairie. I'll give it to you. Um, <laughs> science have looked at all the characteristics of a psycho and all the characters characteristics of a cat. And they're the same. They're the same. They're <laughs> saying that every cat has proven to be a psycho. They talked about the 46 psychopathic behaviors. Um, and they say how well one's uh, described to their pet. It was stuff like, my cat torments their prey rather than killing it right away. Check. Right. My cat vocalizes loudly for no apparent reason. Uh, is very excitable. Goes into overdrive. Becomes uncoordinated. Sits in high places to dominate. Um and then they can purr while attacking people. And they say it lines up perfectly. So no matter how much you love your cat. Your cat is Ted Bundy. Your cat is Ted Bundy. <laughs> oh, my God. Our, um, our The neighbor dog ate a bunch of bunnies last summer. So now I call him Ted Bunny. <laughs> it was so sad. They were screaming like crazy. Oh. I know. Okay. So I was doing the hard work for you guys. Like I always do. Um I'm helpful like that. Yeah, you are. And I was looking at, you guys have a lot of kiddos. Well, you know, you. I just got back from a vacation. I never got on a vacation with children. Yeah. So now you need to know what those kiddos want for Christmas. And I looked up some of the hottest gifts. I asked the the five and the eight year old. I didn't recognize (laughs) one thing that they told me. A lot of them are these like building aspects. I mean, I was looking, there's, I've got a list of 45 hottest toys. Um, you know, they have a lot of the similar little, uh, you know, creatures and this and that. Yeah, because oh. people might be wanting to shop for a Santa stop for the Ronald McDonald house. Totally. to know. So a big one is right now, and this is such a classic, it's funny, these are coming back, but it's Legos. Legos are on like this list like oh, yeah. 40 times. Mm-hmm. It's either the set or the list of, you know, the group of randoms. But right now, the building stuff is everything. So if you're if you're doing that, I think you'll be. That's set. a big hit. It's okay. a big hit. I think that, and then a lot of um, 
I think because we've all been quarantining so much and been seeing our parents, you, you know, little kids have been seeing their parents do the day to day activity. They even have just like little versions of whatever parents do, including a Fisher Price baby biceps gift where they have a, a little kettlebell. Oh, gosh. A little shaker for your protein, a little barbell thing. Um, and then, like, of course, this is always a classic. Um, and I actually, my, the kids I used to watch, their parents just bought him a little vacuum because he just wanted to vacuum all the time. So they said, why would we get him the toy one? Or the popcorn one. Yeah, the popcorn one. We'll just get him a little. Yeah, just get him a little vacuum so at least he's helping out. And it was like, ever since I saw that, I was like, man, that genius. genius." (laughs) So I say that is the route to go. But yeah. Uh, building, 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 building. Get them something building-esque. Adults are also into those, too, which I think is helping bring up the demand for those and Legos. And the Rubik's Cube is back. I have, like, really? a 10-year-old nephew, and he's obsessed. Mm-hmm. He's so good. with, And they come in different shapes. Oh, yeah. And things. and Multiple, more than just what we're used to, where it's, like, square. 10 yeah. blocks. It's, yeah. like, a 1,000 colors on one oh, side. Yeah. Just, he's obsessed. Yep. They're yeah. I was like, wow. I was, not, not the, the video game, but, no, he likes... That's pretty like, cool. Hmm, yeah. This- and you can take anywhere, too, which is lovely. Yeah. So, usually... Um, I don't know how you guys feel about this. Do you kick into Christmas mode right after Thanksgiving, or do you give yourself a little buffer? Well, it seems like we don't have much of a buffer, because this weekend is December 4th. Yeah. So I feel like I need to kick into gear, but I know I probably won't until one more weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a kicker into gear right away. Uh, But, I mean, I hear a Christmas song, I change the channel because I can't hear it right now. I can't do the music, but I already, I did a little decorating this Sunday and I'm going to finish it up tonight. Just because I don't have a lot of time coming up in the next three weeks. Otherwise, I probably would have given it. But no music. I'm with you. I just, that is stressing me out right now. Yeah, no music. I just got to wait. But I just got to get, it's just the lights. I like the ambiance in the house. And if you're going to put up lights, I do have to agree Putting them up early because it's it's so much work. Yeah, I love seeing them in our neighborhood. We're far too lazy. But look at it's going to be fifty degrees tomorrow. You could put up your lights tomorrow. I know. Exactly. I Um, mean, this is like some uh, light weather we've been sent. Okay, Mm -hmm. so here's the real question. So I we've never gotten a Christmas tree. Fake are real. Me and Justin. What? I know. It's because it's just us, and so So we're really. I know we're lazy. I know. I know. I think it's just. Do you put up a Charlie Brown? Do you put up a no? We don't stockings. I mean, we put up stockings, and then I have a little, like, you know, like, four-inch little one that we put our presents around. Mm. I know, it's very, it's depressing, but luckily, we're, we're all on... You're fine with it. If, as yeah. long as everyone's yeah. on board with it. I think we're right now, we just need, I, I think once we have a kid who motivates us to do it, we'll do all the things, because my mom did all the things for us growing up. But, there you go. Um, here's the real question. You're going to get a tree this year? No. Oh. No, 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 no. No, I'm full time no. school and, okay. and he's full time work. No, we're no. not. We're f- and I'm not saying that. We're just lazy. I just okay. said it. We're lazy. Yeah. Are you going to do fake or real? Real. How- I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Grant, what do you do? I do both. 
Wow. I have a fake downstairs in the basement, and then and I have a real, real one upstairs, so I don't have to drag it all over the house. See, mm-hmm. we need me and Justin need a grant. We yeah. need a grant who's just excitable and will just do Christmas all these things. Christmas is my time. That's yeah, a, it's, Casey will, you know, he goes to the Y and picks out the tree. And mm-hmm, me too. I like the big, fat, old-fashioned bulb lights. I don't like the yes. little twinkly lights. I like the big... Well, because yeah. they're all now LED. They're too bright. It's the old school, those condescent. The old lights are... They did a better lighting ambiance. It was as bright. It looks as like a nice. I'm yeah, sure they're full, full of like zinc or something. There's that's probably present. something. You're going to tell. I don't think it's these fine. lights are that old. No, no I just went no. the one grants. But there are these yeah. old, you know, whatever those big bulbs are. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I yeah. found. I found. I, I figured you guys were ready to rock, so I did yeah. find some facts about Christmas trees. Um, that one is it has pagan roots. It actually doesn't have a Christian background. It comes from ancient Romans and Egyptians adorn their homes with trees for winter. Um. Another thing is, here's what I thought was crazy. Christmas trees can be grown in all 50 states. And another odd thing is it's kind of, it's not like it was an anomaly at first. This idea of it was only country people that would go out and cut and their country. tree. And then there was a guy named Mark Carr. Him and his son traveled down with trees. And that's kind of where the Christmas tree lot came from is they would notice that you know, most people get their tree for free, but these city mm-hmm. folks would buy them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where that came from. And I found that to be. That is cool. Yeah. The, the first time I was in New York at Christmas time and seeing all these New Yorkers with these Christmas trees, taking them to their apartments yeah. and knowing how small the elevators <laughs> I are. I feel like I would have been a lazy New Yorker and had to get a tabletop Christmas. Yeah. But I have a girlfriend and she and. Her husband goes out and gets a tree, and I mean, it's luckily they have a lot of tree stands, but you're yeah. still walking or a few blocks. Mm-hmm. And I heard another thing this year is right now fake Christmas trees are at a premium. Yep. Mm. And so, I wonder where that would be. I think it's with production. the production. Oh, stuff. Chain. yeah. 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 Um, so if you're going to get your nuts, maybe good for the Christmas tree, but they also said regular new ones or not regular, but real Christmas trees are also up in value because of all the droughts and the forest fires we had this year. So that is going to bring up the price of regular Christmas trees as well. Also tallest tree they've ever had was in 1950 in Seattle, 221 feet. Wow. You're welcome. That was a good one. That was a good good random. Appreciate it. Very excellent. All right. Well, the next subject we're getting to is something you're also well versed in, Real Housewives. Uh, Grant, what's happening on the road? All right. Not a lot of uh, traffic out there. Just a few. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday, November 29th. Just a reminder, we're going to be broadcasting live at the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. We're in the Stevie Ray Room usually we're in the fireside lounge, mm-hmm. but there's uh, so, you know something going on tomorrow night. But we've broadcast downstairs from Stevie Ray's, and it's a nice setup. And yeah, so just yeah, wear something cute and come out and say hi. And Love it. Bring a, maybe a gift uh, that you can leave for our Ronald McDonald house. I yes, love it. Please do. And you can meet Grant and all of his gingerness. No, there. actually, I'll be back here tomorrow. Oh, you're not going to yeah, be coming? We will be in the future, but for this one right now, I'm going to be staying here, back here, running the board. So, unfortunately... I mean, it's already, you know, tears out our heart because Donnie yeah. loved the Chan Hansen, yes, and yes. he would always be with us, mm-hmm. and so tomorrow I just assumed I won't be. that... Yep, yep. Tomorrow I won't be, but I think for future, we're going to work something out. But right now, we just... Producers, we had to figure it out. Oh, so. is that yep. why somebody pushing the button? 
buttons back here. Yep, yep, that'll be me. So I'll be hanging out with you guys just, uh, you know, down the road. All right, all right. Mm. I was all excited. Me for too. To my first uh, live or my first remote. Yeah, been fun. So all right, we've got right. more coming. Well, I'm up. glad we worked that out because I was expecting to see you tomorrow <laughs> in Chan <laughs> Um Okay, so um, before we get to any of our shallow Real Housewife stuff. Um, uh, their tributes were pouring in yesterday for fashion designer Virgil Virgil Abloh, who died from cancer at the age of forty one. Um, and uh, this is we have a report from the Today Show about every just like what a unique uh, person he was, his fashion, uh, you know, just what a visionary that he was. But um, people probably are like, oh, who when they like, because he just passed away yesterday. Yeah. 41 years old. And people are like, maybe don't know Virgil Abloh. I knew the name because I guess really the the dress that I first learned who he was. I knew that he and Kanye knew each other from, yeah. from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew he did the, he was the Louis, Louis Vuitton menswear designer. But he designed Haley Bieber's dress when she married Justin Haley Baldwin whatever her name was and on the bottom of her gown she had a beautiful fitted gown till death do us part was embroidered yeah 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 and I I remember Julie and I talking about that like that is such a specific strange thing it had to have come from the bride yeah yeah you know but he, it was a Virgil Abloh, Abloh gown um so anyway um so like I'm not saying I just don't know that a lot of people were familiar with the name yesterday when um, all the reports were coming in. People are like, well, who's Virgil Abloh? And he seemed to know everybody. I mean, everybody on social media all over yeah, was anyone, pictures with him. And yeah, in the fashion and, you know, anyone who. Uh, but I'm just saying, I don't think his name. No, was you're right. Every, you're right. Yeah. Every day known. But so here's just a little uh, report from the Today Show. In the world of fashion, Virgil Abloh was a star. He exploded on the scene with his street fashion brand Off-White in 2012, later joining forces with Louis Vuitton in 2018, making history as the first black man named artistic director for a top European fashion house. Abloh's impact clear as tribute after tribute from stars of fashion, music, sports and Hollywood pour in. Pharrell Williams writing, My Heart is Broken. Style icon Victoria Beckham calling him a true inspiration. Born in 1980 to African immigrants, Abloh's mother was a seamstress who taught him how to sew. His career took off when he became friends in his 20s with Kanye West. He became the musician's artistic director, later earning a Grammy nomination for Best Recording Package for the 2011 Jay-Z Kanye album Watch the Throne. He saw everything that could be designed as an opportunity to express himself. Kanye West mourning his collaborator, his Sunday services choir covering Adele's Easy On Me in a moving tribute. LVMH, the parent company of Louis Vuitton, posting, Virgil was not only a genius designer, a visionary, he was also a man with a beautiful soul and a great wisdom. Oblo passed away on Sunday at the age of 41 from cardiac angiosarcoma, a rare form of cancer affecting the heart. His family saying he chose to endure his battle privately. He is survived by his wife, Shannon, and children, Low and Gray. Aw. Anyway, yeah, he, he was really kind of a cool 
I mean, first of all, you know, like Stephen Sondheim living to be 91, Virgil Abloh, cancer 41. of the heart. I right? know. I never even heard of that. But um, he he married his high school sweetheart, Aww. childhood sweetheart, yeah. and he, um, he in an interview, um, he and Kanye West, uh, they interned together at Fendi in 2009. But he was unknown. He knew people in the music fashion. That yeah, world. he seemed to He combine. said, I don't want to be a celebrity designer. I keep. I want to keep my personal life out of it. Yeah. And he would, um, yeah, they were high school sweethearts. And he had a degree in engineering. And he had a master's degree in architecture. I you mean, know, like, like wow. this, is, this is an accomplished guy. Feels like he had his fingers in so many of these iconic well, two, brands that we two just fashion brands and artists, a yeah. DJ, and um, so anyway. But that just that just made me just sad uh, yeah. that that this very popular designer, uh, you know, had just died too young, um, and and then of a heart cancer, which I, I've honestly never heard of that. Have yeah. you guys? No, I've never heard no, of that. No, no. Yeah. That's a sad one. He's yeah. so young. So, and it was confirmed yesterday on his personal Instagram and then Louis Vuitton's Instagram account. Uh, and just, you know, just devastated his family. And yeah, he just didn't want anyone uh, to know about it. In 2018, he was named by Time Magazine as one of the hundred most influential people in the world. I mean, it's. I mean, he accomplished more in forty-one years than people do in that's, two lifetimes. It, when you it read makes you sad. I, I hope he got to really enjoy his success. You know, because somebody that young, you just hope. I hope he. I mean, it seemed like he did. It seemed like he touched so many lives. Yeah. And all the tributes to him, it just shows you, yeah. you know, what he meant to people. And at the end of the day, like that's all that really right, matters. Right. That's true. So, I don't know. Um, would you keep? Would you guys be quiet about that? Would I be, if you were a public person? I like, would, yes. I would not be talking about it on the air, but I would tell you guys, I think. I would tell the people I work with, because, I mean, the people I work with are more closer than my friends most yeah. of the time. So, yeah, I would I would tell my private life, but not out in the public, no. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess. I think I'm not really good at secrets. Yeah. Um, so, I yeah, don't know. Too. Right. But I I think a part of me would keep it secret just because I I feel like that would be the main conversation always always. I think I think there's people even just at work who I'm closer with that that probably would know just because mm-hmm. I'm around a lot, but I think a lot of things like you don't I don't want to talk yeah. about things constantly. Well, here's what his family said for over 2 years Virgil battled this rare aggressive form of cancer, cardiac angiosarcoma. He chose to endure his battle privately since his diagnosis in 2019, undergoing numerous challenging treatments all while helming several significant institutions that span fashion, art and culture. Through it all, his worth work ethic, infinite curiosity, and optimism never wavered. He often would say, everything I do is for the 17-year-old version of myself, which That's is so sweet. really cool. And, you know, maybe if you tell, if you make it be public, yeah. then you're not going to be able to be living your life. Yeah, that's what that I way, do think is you know. you'd constantly have those. Every conversation would be around that. Yeah. And it it's not really a life, right? Like, yeah. it's, I could see why somebody would keep it secret, and I think yeah. there'd be a part. There'd be an appeal to private, that. I guess. Private, yeah. Because I'm sure he's closest, nearest, dearest. Yes, knew. of course. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, it's it's wild when you start looking into his career and it wasn't a name I knew until like, yesterday, yeah. me personally. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh my God, this man has done so much. Yeah. And, and I think incorporating the world, even though he claims, I didn't want to design for fashion, you know, I mean, for these celebrities, he couldn't help himself, right? Like, well, because, Haley, like he's like some of the models, yeah, like Gigi Hadid, because Bella, they, he Hadid. just attracted his yes. style as a street style meets, you know, expressionist. Mm-hmm. And I think that he was such a magnet to them, you know. Yeah. I I think that they they just would have. I mean, but Haley Bieber, I'm not normally one to go say go check, but her post was lovely about him. Oh yeah, and, and she, she had a beautiful dress. The only thing that did shock us, and I know it came from. Haley, yeah. To Virgil, I want to embroider on the back of my veil, or the back of the dress. I yeah. think it was the hem of the dress. It was the veil. Yeah, I mean, I think it was death the dress. Yeah. Do us part, which is you know, that is an interesting bridal gown choice, Brittany. Yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah, the veil. That, yeah, was it it's, the bottom of the veil? It's the bottom of the veil. It's just so huge. It looks like it's the dress. Yeah, till death does part. And it's just like, okay, wow, there Especially you go. Especially for a celebrity couple getting married. It's like, yeah, don't, don't be tempting. There's a couple lifetimes in, in that lifetime. Yeah. Um, speaking of lifetimes, I've read a funny thing. I don't know if I'm going to get it right. Hallmark movies show you how to find a man. Lifetime movies show you how to kill a man. It's perfect. <laughs> you know what? It's the whole package. It's that all you is need. That's the way to put it right there. It's just full circle. Yeah, it's great. I know. Oh. I know. Did anyone watch the Tony Bennett, Lady Gaga? Um, it was on CBS last night. So this is what they taped at Radio City mm-hmm. Music Hall last night. I did June. not get a chance, no. Yeah, it was called One Last Time. It was the highest rated network non-sports show on a Sunday night. It wow. had a whopping uh, 8 million people. My mom said uh-huh. it was just wonderful and she didn't fall asleep. And I said, well, mom, you were definitely the target audience. Yeah. But I guess it was really amazing. And so you can watch it on, what's CBS All Access? Paramount. It used to be CBS All Access. Now it's, now Paramount. it's Paramount. So Paramount. you can stream it. And then MTV is hosting, this was also filmed that same night, on December 16th. It, it's Bennett and Lady Gaga Unplugged. Unplugged. Yes. Yeah. And this looks- is the show they taped before Radio City, No Guests Allowed. Mm-hmm. This looks good. So anyway, so they're like, you know. That was like kind of the the big thing last night on television, in case you were wondering. I, I, I didn't know either. I was too busy watching Potomac with Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> That's how pathetic my life is. Okay, well, when we come back, yeah. we have a couple things to Hollywood speak for, for sure. the Real Housewives. We'll be right back. What is the meaning of All this? All right, I need to know what the Hollywood speak is for Nicki Minaj filling in for Andy Cohen oh. hosting the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion. She had tweeted about it. She asked for it and can't even believe Andy shared it. I, right? I mean, it was so wild. You know what was cool about it is she she went for the jugular and she took sides. Like, Andy tries not to. Right, that is so true. And she was like... and. People claim that she went after Candace pretty hard, but I don't think she went after Candace that hard. People thought that they didn't they didn't like that she asked Candace to sing on cue. Well, Cardi B has a record label. You sing in front of Cardi B if she asks you. And and the thing is, Candace is a good singer. Yeah. And so her husband, um, Chris, got after mad? the break, got pissed. 
came up there, and of course, everyone's on mic. Oh, jeez. And, you know, Cardi B didn't hear about it till later. And then. So did she just host, like, the middle of, like, the second hour of the it? The fourth hour. The fourth hour. Of yeah, she it. had. Yeah, four hours too? Because of Cardi B. Okay. Because, I mean, I'm probably the only person who watches Potomac. Um, no, you're not. No, no okay. No, 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 I know a lot of people watch Potomac, but I'd yeah. have to say that, like, these last seasons have been a little rougher because all of them have kind of dropped out a little bit with the, the, you know, not having as much drama because we're, you know, a lot of them are still staying in. So I know not only people watch this last seasons of yeah. anything, but, um, you're like, uh, it, did, did she like, uh, so you said she did well. I thought she did well. Do you I think Andy she, will take any more people up on this? If other people start tweeting about Cardi they want B, to host? I mean, people lost it. Like, I mean, all the, all the um, you know, women in Potomac Barbs. lost it. Like, they were so pumped. And then Cardi B, then after, wrote something that was like, Candace, tell your man to calm down or sit down or something. And then... Then Chris wrote, I will never stop defending my wife. You know, it's like, okay, get out of the mud, Chris. This is Cardi B, who's having your wife sing. Everybody cheered her on after she sang. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I, Nicki Minaj. Um, after Candace sang. Oh, so ab- Nicki Minaj was like, sing sing your new song. It's, she's like, here's the thing. It's kind of voice, um, what is it called when they alter it? It's... Um, what is it called? With, uh, auto-tuned? Yes, it's yeah. kind of auto-tuned a little much. I want to hear you sing it. And yeah, that's putting her on the spot. Absolutely. It's also Cardi B. It's also Candace. You have a great voice. Yeah. And so I think that really got him mad. I think she did a good job. I think he should do it again, maybe. But the only problem is she doesn't know when to let it go. Like when she would be asking questions, she wants them to agree or disagree, which we all like know that they're all masters at not giving the answer mm-hmm. anyone wants. She has to move on quicker from the subjects. Well, this is why Andy is as good at this the reunion, exactly, as he is. exactly, and that's you know. why that was a whole extra hour for her. It was entertaining. I mean, I loved it, but I wouldn't have to say most people would probably get annoyed with it. Okay, yeah, all right, good. I'm not going to watch it then. I did it for you. Okay, thank you. Now, what do you make of this? Now, we posted this today on the show page. Uh, we posted um, Virgil Abloh. You know, we posted some of his designs, but then we also posted Lisa Rinna and her daughter modeling. I don't know. Somebody's got a lip kit. I don't know. I yeah. think it's uh, Amelia's now getting in the lip kit business. I don't. It's, well, she, I know that Rena's got lip kits. Remember, they had the lip party last year. Yeah, they're looking straight out of uh, the 90s. I know. Uh, like, uh, there you go. We can thank Miss Janet Jackson for the look they're both sporting with their faded jeans and the yeah. kind of the corset halter uh, thing. What what do you make of this? Well, photo? Lisa, Lisa Renna looks amazing. There's no doubt about it. I don't feel comfortable when moms and daughters start kind of pitting themselves against each other because you know there's a competition aspect there, even if you don't want it. Um, sometimes I don't love it, but they both look amazing. I mean, there's that. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Like, sometimes I think that it's... You know, Lisa Rinna is hustling for her daughter yeah. and thirst trapping for herself. Yeah, that's true. That's what I would say about this look is because, uh, you know, uh, are they tra- are they the, the budget Cindy Crawford and Kaya Gerber? Yeah, I mean, they're, you know. they're and you're right. It actually is Amelia Lipkit um, mm-hmm. at RennaBeauty.com. So 
Um, they both profit, that's for sure. It just, like I said, especially when they're wearing such similar outfits, I don't like it when you're comparing mom and daughter so specifically. It makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Yes. Like, like there's an unhealthy rivalry. You know what I mean? But yeah, I get but it. I, but I, this I, is Hollywood. You're right. This is Hollywood. This is this not is normal. And, and the moms he, look like that there, I guess. Yeah. And they, they're both beautiful. And I love it. And I actually love Lisa. Lisa Renna knows how to make a buck. And I love that she acts a fool on her instincts. She should. Why yeah. not? Right. Right. Okay. How about this? Um, uh, um, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah. Do you agree with the assessment that Teresa Judai, so this is where there's a housewife, one or two housewives, and they're just doing a one-week trip. And yeah, yeah. I found it to be very satisfying, Love. the four episodes. But that Teresa is the one housewife who's boring, that is, you see how boring and how much she fades away on this show compared to all the other ladies when... I think we just keep finding out, too. Yeah, I think she doesn't have as many... Um, facets to her for sure um is that a nice way of saying so thank you i'm not that she's uh kind of boring she's not outside of her circle she has her talking tolerate her behavior she has her talking points and she she's on a she's on a i'm not dumb i'm smart to her oh yeah which is is like something not a smart person doesn't need to do right and i'm not shaming no you're right because she has brought up that all the time yeah her i write these books i'm so smart like there's something about her that's like i want to change my image it's like Teresa, you are who you are and and honestly I mean, I would have to say if I was to divide myself, I'd want to be being dumb on those shows is the best. You can say whatever and no one gets mad at you. Like, Teresa, it's fine. I would actually say, too, that um, um, I don't think any of these housewives would last a day in Atlanta. No, no. And that's the thing, too, is there's uh, Atlanta has accountability that Ramona is now experiencing yeah. from Kenya that she and uh, I love it. Yeah. And then. To be honest, the one who's the biggest stick in the mud is Cynthia. Why is she being so... Uh, is it because she'd already given her housewife notice on Atlanta? I think it's that. I also think she thought her and Kenya were going to buddy up so hard. And it's kind of like that camp friend when you come to camp with me, so we'll be best friends. And then that person makes a bunch of other... Like Kenya's making a bunch of friends. Right. And I think yeah, Cynthia she's is... feeling left out. Yeah. And she oh. gets jelly belly easily. Mm-hmm. So she's just kind of holding on to things and like shutting things down in weird ways. And I'd have to say she's the biggest stick in the mud. Yeah, I agree with that. Kyle, the most relatable, fun one there. Same with Luann. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Non-drinking Luann is a lot lot more fun. Yeah. I'm going to see the Countess this week at Mystic. I wonder what it's going to be like. I went a couple years ago. Well, hopefully she's improved from all accounts. You know, her show has probably only gotten better. She's probably had time to practice. It doesn't matter. You'll have so much fun. Is it all women? It's all women. All women who, like I said, it was all, you know, 30 to 40 to 50, you know, and and they're all just excited. It's fun to see a housewife. It's fun to go somewhere where you feel like you're outside and you're not, you know, like that Mystic atmosphere. Also, it just doesn't matter. Like, it's not like she's ever going to perform and you're going to go, this is amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's you know? just a fun night out. It's so dang yeah, fun. And All you'll right, have, and, and if you want, get a question ready and hurry up and run to the sides when they do the questions. Oh. And you could ask well, a question. I know you are. She's been on our show. I, I know. feel like I was being a microphone hog, Grant, when she was just on our show. Right. Bring, bring your own microphone and yeah. just stand up. Luan! <laughs>
Did you have relations with the pirate? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Me too. All right, listen, we'll be right back.